Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Alan Jansen, editor of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast that brings you new ideas, comments, and concerns about the automotive repair and service industry, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible for you to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. It's kind of a unique way to tell them, hey, thanks for having your car serviced here. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash for shops for details. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Jeremy O'Neill, president of AdvisorFix, the California-based consultancy that offers a ton of great resources to increase sales at auto repair facilities. Jeremy is a frequent speaker at industry events. If you haven't heard him, you really owe it to yourself to seek him out when training events resume. Most recently, I heard Jeremy on a webinar orchestrated by the Midwest Auto Care Association. He was talking about the five deadly sins that service advisors commit. If you want to know what those are, keep your eye on our website. I'll be publishing a story soon. During this particular webinar, though, he described a management strategy that I thought was fantastic. I called him up so he could share it with you. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Alan. It's nice to talk with you. Hey, I really enjoyed hearing about what you called the the golden hour of power. That's uh, the tranquil time before the day starts. Can you give us the elevator pitch of what the golden hour of power is? It's really a productivity skill that I've learned early on in my career, regardless of whatever job I've had, I find that if I don't get up early and get my day started, that I'm behind the eight ball all day and my performance really suffers. So as a service advisor, what I learned was uh, creating this golden hour of power, as I call it, is I typically will get to the shop an hour, sometimes even two hours before anybody else shows up. So I have time to get my administrative tasks done. And then realistically, what I learned to maximize performance, sales and just you know the delivery of the experience for the customers during game time which i've labeled from eight to five you've got to be ready to serve and you can't really be in an administrative mind task so if i'm worried about returning parts or purchase orders or accounting my service suffers because i'm not in that service mindset if i'm trying to finish a task and a customer calls or comes in then i'm not ready to serve so i really wanted to be clean ready to go and it takes a little bit of time to set your day up and i perform much better so What's involved in the Hour of Power? I know that you talk about reviewing your appointments, ensuring all your parts are available. Like, What kind of a list do you go through? Well, the first thing for me is personal development. So I take about 15 minutes and I always read. It can be anything. I can do technical reading. It can be self-development. But the first 15 minutes I come in, I've got a journal that I work in, uh, do some good positive affirmations, do some reading, and then I'll set my goals for the day. Uh, It's interesting that you suggest reading, even if it's just for a short time in the morning. Is that part of calming your mind down, or is it personal development? And and what kind of books would you recommend to shop owners? You know, for me, it's... uh, I like to churn stuff up. I find that if I don't read, my mind gets stale. So this is where like the farmer is going to go till the soil. That's what I'm doing and I'm planting new seeds. So Mm. a recommendation is where are you struggling and then go find that topic and read on it. Find an expert to help you get things fixed faster right now the type of top three things i would be looking at anything to do with consumers and human behavior and how consumers are shifting towards the digital buying process that's like at the forefront the other thing i'd be looking at is newer technologies with vehicles you know ados all the stuff that we're going to be seeing here in the next 12 to 24 months those are going to be huge and then um yeah anything that you just have a passion about to really help you keep that passion going for what we do 
Right, and that that passion doesn't need to be automotive related. That can be any passion. That's just helpful in uh, focusing your mind a little. Absolutely, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then look outside of our industry. Yeah. Look to other industries and see, you know, what businesses are crushing it right now. Because we live in an age where you can take an idea and start from zero and grow a multi million dollar your business literally overnight. So, what are some of those companies doing, mm-hmm. and how can we apply it to our industry? Yeah, the next million dollar idea is. Uh, <laughs> what we're all looking for. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, you mentioned your daily goals. I know it's important to set a daily goal, but can it lead to unscrupulous selling if you're behind in your numbers? Well, the answer to that question is no, it won't lead to unscrupulous sales. What it does is it changes human behavior. And what I mean by changing human behavior is if I'm behind on my sales goal, it's not that we're looking for things to sell the customer that they don't need, but what we're doing is we're making sure that we're doing our inspections properly and we might bring in four or five more cars today or stay a little bit later to catch up. So my team knows that when Mm -hmm. we're behind on our goals that we all have to work smarter and faster and more efficient to put more into production. Our ethics are never compromised or ever questioned by that, and it's just something that keeps us on track every single day. So then I know how many cars we need to bring in, how much we need in sales. It's a good time to also do some life planning and and long-term goal setting. It's interesting, Alan, I find that as we get busy with work, we we tend to just get in this rut. And what I found with my golden hour powers, it pulls me out of that rut and helps me design the life that I want. And you do that every day. Yep. So that, that's the first quarter of it. And then when you look at, okay, what does an auto repair shop need to be ready when the doors are open? You got to make sure your systems are in place, that the place is clean, that you're prepared for the appointments coming in. So realistically, I don't don't even work on administrative stuff during the day. I leave that for the non-game time times when I can be more effective. And during the day, I'm free to, you know, have conversations with our customers, have a cup of coffee with them and really serve, which is really key. It sounds like you want to be clear headed when you're in game mode. Yes. I think as service providers, we have to be our best every moment. Consumers are very frustrated right now. There's a lot of fear going on in society. So it's our duty to make sure that we run our shops as perfectly as we can and be ready for our customers when they show up. This one hour in the morning getting your day set up will allow you to be ready for that. Mm -hmm. Do you recall where you got this notion? You know, I do. (laughs) My first dealership job, we would fight for the night drops. And then also, I remember one of the greatest service managers I ever worked with, um, I didn't understand why he left at 3 o'clock every day. Well, then I found out he was at work at 5 a.m. So that kind of is where it started to develop. You know, the first person in got the night drops, but then also I discovered I, I could literally almost double my production if I had this hour in the morning to get set up where then I was ready to ride up cars during the day. What was the advantage of getting the night drops? Well, typically they're broken cars, so that helps. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you keep a task list throughout the day? And, and what is your secret to actually completing all those tasks? Yeah, you know, I do a time management course for service advisors called the Effective Service Advisor. And in there, I have four quadrants that we work from. Uh, A, B, C, and D tasks. So the A tasks are, they must be completed today. B tasks are our administrative tasks. Our C tasks are long-term follow-up. And then D is delegated. So everything kind of funnels from A, B, C through to D. For me, the technology I use, I, I love Google Keep. It's a great little sticky note kind of digital program that works on my phone and any computer I'm on and I can prioritize stuff that way too. So it works out really well. It sounds like investing an extra hour at the beginning of your day will not only reduce your stress uh, throughout the day, but it'll make you more productive in the end. Is that how you view it? 
It, it is, yeah. And you have a higher energy level at the end too, so you don't go home, you know, beat up. So it's. Mm. I find that if I get it done in the morning, I try to get those things done that I don't want to do, and then. I don't have that hanging over me throughout the day. Nothing's more frustrating being a service advisor or a shop owner when you have a very important task that has to get done and then those darn customers keep interrupting you. <laughs> I say that with a, as a joke, right? Yeah, but no, I understand. You understand the customers are going to feel that. You know, They're going to be able to sense that you're genuinely not serving them and something else is going on and that can actually hinder the experience and cost everybody money. Mm. What kind of reactions are you getting from shop owners who try your golden hour of power? We get uh, great feedback. It's for some of them, it's a shift. So I just challenge them to change. You know, we're not getting any younger. We have one turnaround on this planet. So use your time wisely. And it's hard to make the shift. But once they do, they absolutely love it. And they don't let go of it. Awesome. If you have employees, would you also encourage them to do this? And I hate to sound crass, but are they getting paid for that time? Or are you just telling them that's an investment in their own sanity by coming in early? You know, this all goes back to hiring the right people. When I was an employee, I never worried about getting paid for it because I knew that my performance would be better because of it. So I always chose to invest that time. I would encourage every advisor that, look, this is an investment in yourself. You should come in and do it yourself without expecting to get paid from it. Where the paycheck is going to come is from how you grow and develop as a person and your results are going to be that much more. And Alan, you know, we call it the golden hour of power. Don't worry about coming in. If you haven't done this and you want to start it, come in 15 minutes early. Come in a half hour early. You'll find that even that extra time is hugely rewarding just to start that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for this, uh, Jeremy. This is a lot of good advice for shop owners. I know that a lot of them are stressed these days, and maybe it would help to come in a little bit early and clear their head and get rid of some of the mundane tasks before they start their day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy I could help. Thanks for having me. Okay. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Well, that's it for another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'd like to hear what you think of this conversation, and if you have a point of view that you'd like to share with the industry, let me know. You could be a guest on an upcoming podcast. Just drop me a line at alan at newcom.ca. You can subscribe to Auto Service World Conversations on Apple Podcasts or simply visit autoserviceworld.com every Monday morning to hear another conversation. As always, I want to thank SiriusXM Canada for sponsoring us and you for listening. I'm Alan Chanson. See you next time.